Welcome. Let us take you on a trip down memory lane whilst gently massaging your nostalgia gland. Wow, my, my nostalgia gland is stimulated and ready for action. Milking your nostalgia gland. Oh, God. <laughs> Okay, welcome back. This is episode two of the Nostalgia Cast. I'm Mike, your host for this episode. I'm Owen, the co-host this week. So uh, last time, Owen, you announced our theme uh, for this episode, and we're going to be talking about pets. Pets. Do you think specifically, really, we're talking about pets from our childhood? I think that I have many memories to share from animals in general, but... <laughs> Mostly pets, I guess. Relationships I've had with animals over the years. My closest relationships with animals. Yeah, I think it's an interesting subject. I think that most people will have had or will have had friends or family which had pets during their formative years. And I think it's just interesting to see. Obviously, it's quite a personal thing. And I think it's interesting to understand what other people's relationships with animals were. <laughs> I could see this one getting a bit emotional, actually. I was kind of, um, you know, looking through, not looking through photos, kind of going back through time and kind of remembering my pets. And I don't know, it always seems to end in tragedy somehow. Oh, really? Wow, this yeah. could be emotional for you. I don't think, well, one of, I feel one myself of my welling story, up a little actually, bit Actually, yeah, a couple of my stories are quite tragic. When <clears> I think about, well, actually, a few of them. Yeah. It generally ends in the death of an animal. Unfortunately yeah. <laughs> yeah. for animals, they're not like humans. They don't last as long. Well, some of them do. But they find some whale which they report is 300 years old, like the green or the Greenland shark or something. Do you want to get outlived by your pet, though? That's... Yeah, for sure. You well, do, do then? No, well, it depends on the situation. Because if you're by yourself and you've got like a dog, they're just going to eat you. True. And a cat. Mind you, probably have enough. I'd have enough substance to keep a cat going for at least a year, I reckon. What happens if you died in an apartment and your guinea pigs were kind of out loose? Do you reckon the eventually to get hungry enough where they'd eat you? Are they carnivorous? I don't know. They've got do, big teeth. Do animals which do herbivores, that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> animals which only eat green things. Have a name. Do herbivores turn to meat if they're desperate? Yeah, I reckon so. You see, like, seagulls munching on pigeons sometimes. Yeah. But, seagulls. But are they, are they, are they herbivores? I don't think they are, because they eat fish. No, they eat fish. So they're they're proper, probably actually carnivores. Savages, <laughs> so yeah. doing what they do. But yeah, I'm wondering if um, a hamster or a guinea pig would start eating. I think we're going a little bit off topic. Yeah, I, I thought what I'd do, I'm going to try to introduce some new features. They might just uh, not work out at all, but let's see how it goes. To begin with, before we get stuck into get stuck into our pets, <laughs> that's not... God, this is going to go in so many directions. Isn't it? Um, before we get stuck into talking about our pets, I thought maybe what I'd do is uh, present some of my findings on my little uh, research journey that I've been doing over the last few days. I think I'm going to call this segment a journey into Mike. <laughs> a journey into Mike. <laughs> uh, um, I'll have a little stinger here, so we'll, we'll know what the we'll know what the okay. the name is of this segment. But basically, yeah. So Mike designs a segment. <clears throat> Mike designs a segment. <laughs> I've come to realise that if you search for websites about pet facts, you end up getting the most trashy websites ever. Like alongside your kind of top ten pets in the UK, there'll be. Look, look how hot this celebrity looks now now that they're blonde like those kind of bullshit oh, websites clickbait, clickbait <clears throat> shit yeah well these top 10 lists are basically go hand in hand with clickbait yeah I kind of gave up on my quest to find anything useful or interesting and just went for the trashiest most ridiculous websites I could find so this <laughs> 20 curious facts about pets that will make you love them even more um the, most love the facts just, even more or the pets even more? Well, I think the pets, yeah. Right, this one. So see if you can get your head around this. A cat's brain is 90% similar to the human brain. Like, what does that mean, 90% similar? In what way? Well, I thought it'd be like 100% similar, like made of the same organic material. Maybe it's made of yeah. fur. 
Maybe, like, it's, maybe they've got furry brains. <laughs> this seems very misleading. I should imagine that most animals have similar brains, right? They might be the least similar to us out of all animals. And I tell you what, Mr. Website, this does not make me love pets anymore. It doesn't at all, no. Failed. So apparently, cats, according to this article, are actually smarter than dogs. Cats. Despite cats. popular consensus. But then how do you measure that as well? Do you prefer cats or dogs? I mean, what for? In a relationship? <laughs> Just basically as a pet, I guess. I think a cat is a much better pet and dog is probably a better animal. Definitely, it's certainly more useful animal, a dog. If you think historically... Depends what you're looking for. Well, if I wanted Protection. something to look after my children, I wouldn't, I wouldn't employ a cat. Mm, What's it going to do? I think a cat... Well, I, I've got an interesting story to share with you about one of my pets that did actually defend me. <laughs> and what, it was a cat. In what way? Like in court? <laughs> yeah. No, he was playing in defence for my football team. I was the goalkeeper. He defended me well. You know what they're like with balls. Oh, God. This is going to go down the wrong direction. But, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, I was called out the other day and because by, by, I said I, I like cats, that it's, it's weird for a man to like cats. Why? What was I mean, gender got 20, to do or sex 20, got to do with... Well, this is 2021. And the person that said it is is from uh, a less progressive part of Europe, should I say. Right, okay. I just think dogs are a pain in the arse as a pet. I think that dogs are a pain in the arse as a pet as well, absolutely. I mean... But you have to get up in the morning and take it out for a walk. Yep. You have to do it probably like, what, two, three times a day. Yeah. You're constantly it's beck and call. And the things are so demanding, aren't they? Yeah, they give a lot, but they take a lot. I think it's kind of proportionate, isn't it? The 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 like cats are arrogant little fuckers that yeah. basically. I like the standoffishness of a cat. I like the standoffishness of a cat. Like, I, is it Winston Churchill that said, "Dogs look up at you, cats look down at you, and pigs look you in the eye." Pigs look you in the eye. He reckons that yeah, really? they're supposed to be mega intelligent pigs. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that reminds me. My cousin had a Vietnamese potbelly pig. Wow. As a pet. I think it was called Chipolata. Are they... They're massive still, aren't they? Massive. Not like these micro-pigs you hear about people buying that actually just baby pigs. There's no pigs. such thing as there, a micro-pig. I think there is. Is there? Like yeah, an actually yeah. really small, small pig. pig. but basically people buy piglets thinking they're micro-pigs and they just grow into normal-sized pigs. <laughs> Fucking hell, my micro-pig is massive. <laughs> like, oh, isn't he a big boy? <laughs> no, he's just a normal pig. <laughs> absolute nightmare to grow this atta- attachment to this kind of what you thinks to be a really tiny little animal and then just watching it take over your house literally eat you out of house of home but they probably you... weigh like three times what a human does how much well, do you think they? a big pig weighs i've seen pictures nice. of like i've seen pictures well i've seen pigs it's got to be 30 stone you're talking stones now right this is gonna throw me oh sorry uh 300 and something kilograms i reckon so yeah it's got to be 300 kilograms of potential food but the thing is like you've got this micro pig and you're thinking wow like this is my this little dude or this little dudette is my life i'm so happy to have it then it's getting a bit bigger and like um i thought this was supposed to be a micro pig maybe phone up the owner hi yeah i brought a micro pig and it seems to be like now the size of a a sort of small dog yeah yeah don't worry must have just got a big one (laughs) six months later it's the size of a large dog Imagine trying ah, to feed that fucker as well. What do you do? Do you like? Especially if you're living like you've got a micro big because you live in a small apartment as well. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, you won't get very big, and this this thing just keeps growing and growing to it is actually like four times your body weight, <laughs> and cannot and like do you have to walk a pig? Yeah, it's got to get exercise, isn't it? You look like a freak walking a normal pig around. I've the seen streets. someone walking around with one of those massive pigs. Yeah, like massive Vietnamese potbelly pigs. When? I think it was back in like in the south of Spain in Torremolinos. There was someone walking down the road with one on the lead. And it was enormous. Walking to the chorizo factory. Yeah, yeah. You do not want to be a pig <laughs> in Spain, do you? <laughs> no, exactly. Um, do you want a really useless fact from this website? Go on. Female cats tend to be right-poured, and male cats tend to be left-poured. Oh, do you know what? Now I just love cats so much more. I've heard about this. It's just really. It's been a game. It's a game changer. That fact. I mean, sarcasm mode off. That How could you just... possibly prove that a cat is 
Well, at which point I was well, actually listening to something the other day that said that there is a way of telling whether your animal is left-handed or right-handed. It involved putting. I should imagine snacks, it's neither. Putting snacks. No, they, are, they do. They That's do. got hands, is it? Okay, well, it has paws. But then you put like a snack in like some sealed container, and then whichever one it uses to try and extract it is the hand that you. Oh, makes really? sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Are you going to test that with your cats when you get? I'm home? trying to think which. Which paw my cat sticks in my eye all the time after scratching around in its litter tray? <laughs> uh, I think it's his right paw, actually. Front right. His. Her. Her front right. Are they more dominant than front or back? Don't judge it. Maybe, maybe, she, maybe she wants to be identified as a he now. Well, yeah, which, maybe. which one is it? Which cat? Tallulah. Tallulah. Yeah, it's probably definitely, well, definitely a female cat. Well, not saying, not judging. <laughs> not judging, of course. Right, Let's got, move on. <laughs> I've, got, I've got one last useless piece of information from this okay, website. Let's then. see if it makes me think, love pets or animals even more. Well, let's see if this will turn you then, because this is about dogs rather than cats. So. I don't, I've got nothing against dogs. I like dogs as well. <clears throat> no, they're great animals. It's done yeah, well as a pet, yeah. It depends on the type of things. There's certain dogs which I just look at with just like, used to be a wolf. You used to be running free in the Pyrenees or in fact pretty much worldwide just tearing the necks out of wild animals and now you're being carried around in a bag <laughs> yes <laughs> so there's so many around here isn't there in prams with, and with bags a, and... with a hairband on yeah I mean I saw, I saw one today with two hairbands double hairbander two Pekingese hairbands. I don't even know what Pekingese is it's it just sounds like a mop like, sounds like a Chinese meal <laughs> <laughs> get the Pekingese with fried rice, please. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, each to their own. I'm not going to. I'm not oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm, getting, I'm just. I'm just trying to, trying to not judge no. small dogs. Well, like I say, this might turn you. So, well, I mean, you're ready for this. I'm not sure I'm ever going to be ready for this. But <laughs> I don't know who wrote this article. Okay, some dogs have been known to stop and smell certain plants. <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought you were about to tell me something amazing about they can smell COVID or cancer. No, I mean, that was in there, but I, I prefer this fact. Some, some have been some known, dogs only some, have been known to stop and smell certain plants. Probably plants which have been pissed on by other dogs. That's kind of tends to be the most interesting. Imagine if humans operated like dogs. Like you just walk into the house, you go straight to the toilet and give a good nose round and be like, okay, yeah, you did a good job marking this toilet, Mike. I uh, won't be invading. And then maybe you just sort of cheekily as you walk out the door, just piss on your door frame and run off. <laughs> Mine now. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Um, you have to move out of your apartment because it's been scented by me. <laughs> I fucking love this place as well. <laughs> Why did you piss on my door frame, Owen? Oh, here's a bonus one as well. Apparently... Um, when you tickle a rat, it laughs. Scientifically proven as well, apparently. Is this like a mafia rat or like a physical rat? <laughs> <Like> a phys- <laughs> it says, watch these ticklish rats laugh and jump for joy. Apparently they're quite nice pets. Rats, uh, rats. yeah. It's yeah. supposed to be pretty good. Pretty, yeah, my wife had a pet rat. I, um, did you ask her to get her rat out? Uh, yes. <laughs> get your rat out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Um, she told me it was dead. Oh. Mm. Uh, I don't like their tails. A bit wormy, aren't they? Their tails reptilian. are pretty. Yeah, reptilian is the word I'm looking mm. for. It's a bit like chickens' feet. They just look a bit skank. Dinosaur. Yeah. Reptilian. Mm, absolutely. No, rats, rats are supposed to be very good pets, very intelligent, but they don't live very long, do they? Do they not? What, three, four years, reckon? I guess around that, yeah. Probably the same as like a hamster or a gerbil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose what we should do is kind of run down our, uh, our childhood pets. Do you want to go first? Have you got... Sure. Do you want to go in like chronological order or by, by favourite first? Well, let's go, let's go in chronological order. My first cat, I don't think I actually... Was it... No, actually, I'm not... Well, was I alive? I'm, my dad regales about his cat that he had called Pufti. Sorry, what? Yep. Different <laughs> times, Mike. Different times. Pufti. Pufti. Pufti, the cat. But I'm not sure if it was... It died shortly after I was born. Of a broken heart, possibly. <laughs> or um, or uh, I, it was around for a few months. But yeah, I mean, I don't really count that one. But it technically was... Well, technically it was my dad's cat. 
but you know you kind of automatically claim it as your own when you're so do you think he had it before your mum and him got together that's a very as good his own question cat? I never... they, they live a long time don't they cats they do they do um, but yeah I won't I won't include Pufti but just a cheeky shout out to Pufti if you're watching watching yeah. from upstairs pouring out um you, your memory lives on, even though I never even remember you, which is weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, my, my first cats, well, I actually had two. Oh. Two cats. Their name, they were black cats and they were called Brimstone and Treacle. Did you, Brimstone and Treacle? Yeah. Did you pick the cats out yourself? Or no. was it like a family Again, decision? I think I must have been months old when they were introduced into the household. It's probably not the safest thing to do is to introduce them. I don't know, I don't know if they were kittens or not. But anyway, they were called Brimstone and Treacle, but nobody knew them as Brimstone and Treacle because they had another name. What was their other name? Get ready for this. They were called the Two-Eyed Cat and the One-Eyed Cat. <laughs> right. I mean, I feel stupid for asking this, but <laughs> how did they get their names? Because if you added all their eyes up, they had three eyes. <laughs> right. No. Well, basically, the One-Eyed Cat, and again, I don't remember this, but apparently lost its eye in a fight with a with a big dog really mm-hmm. yeah they had to oh, have it removed because it got um, it got scratched or something in it, which is weird because you don't really think that dogs do much scratching yeah but... dogs aren't the scratchiest of animals are they more bitey no whatever happened she, like it apparently the eye got infected and um, they had to have it removed so all I remember is having a cat with one eye there we go tragedy number one tragedy number one well interesting enough these cats were, were sisters, I imagine, from the same litter, same, litter. same, same batch. Ooh, remind me to come back to this in a minute, because I found out an interesting fact when I went to go and see some uh, kittens yesterday. Why did you go and see some kittens yesterday? Uh, my friend has adopted one. I love kittens. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah. I love kittens. Mind you, I love puppies as well, so don't want to turn this into a cat v. dog discussion. No, no, not at all. But, um, but yeah, so we had the one-eyed cat and the two-eyed cat, and the one-eyed cat lost his eye in a fight... And it must have done something to it. Well, I don't know if it's personally it was like this before, but the one-eyed cat was a mean motherfucker. Really? Mean motherfucker. Like to this you cat, or to other animals? Well, just everyone. Like, it just had this permanent chip on its shoulder. And, he, like, he was... She... This was uh, Treacle, the one-eyed cat. Treacle. Treacle. Hello, Treacle. Um, was basically my brother's cat. And Brimstone, which was the two-eyed cat, was my cat. As we, as we grew up, I think they got kind of gifted not gifted to us and treacle the one i cat was just badass like just kicked every other cat's ass but again wouldn't let you close to her really occasionally you could do but brimstone was like the polar opposite the softest nicest like coolest cat yeah and like these cats were like just such a key part of my life from from the age of one i think they lived to 17 years really that's a decent inning 17 yeah uh, big innings and then well, it's quite tra- tragic, but... Oh, no. Um, well, so I, I, I used to take most of the responsibility for the cats. So I used to have to feed them every day. And the cats... Well, our cats would stay out all night, but they weren't allowed in the house at night. When, oh, really? They were locked yeah, out? They, yeah, they were locked out at night, which, again, I just assumed as normal mm. because that's what I grew up with. And But where we used to live was in, like, quite a quiet road, close to a wood, so it must have been pretty cool for that. Yeah. Cool for cats. Cool do, for do, cats. do, 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 do. Um, decent tune yes well and um, so yeah I used to have to feed them but feeding the cats when I was younger used to constitute of basically opening a can of a can of the cheapest cat food that's sold by Tesco's or Sainsbury's or whatever and the amount of fucking times I fucking cut my finger on the oh. tin can with cat food in it as well which is, this must have been asking for trouble is this in the the day when you had like the the ring pulled it wasn't like the ones now that fold in on themselves it's no, kind of it was like a, a, no no it was a proper tin opener job like it wasn't oh, a, it wasn't job. a ring pull you had to kind of like oh, Christ literally almighty. serrate the top of the can off and it, i think a good few times i kind of really cut my finger it just makes me cringe thinking about it because i hate that like dirty dirty wound feeling you know like where it just kind of serrates into your anyway yeah. so so yeah, I basically used to feed them and their cat bowl used to be literally outside the front door. So every night, take the tin off, fucking stinks. Cat food fucking stinks. <laughs> Especially just, wet food, yeah, it's gross. Yeah, wet it? food. Just thinking about it, it's like, what kind of awful and shit goes into that? But anyway, the cats loved it. I'm not going to lie, they loved it. They're only getting fed once a day and they'd share once one a day can. as well. But one full can, like, not like a half can, like a full 
baked bean size can, you know, the normal. This can. is why it's vicious, probably, because it's like it's on well, the no. edge of starving all the time. No, because the other one was fine. But then again, that might explain it because, like, again, one eye cat, tough as nails, two eye cat, soft as shit. But when it came to food, the one eye cat would sit back and let the two eye cat eat first. Because oh, yeah. I didn't used to just, I used to literally get this can, take the lid off, turn it upside down, wait for this slowly gelatinous kind of lump of who God knows what just from the can plump and then before it's even hit the floor the two eye cat is in there munching it away the one eye cat's just kind of patiently waiting for it to fill its boots and then um, then, then then she would eat it but um, interestingly enough there was like the two eye cat was pretty soft like the one eye cat which one is the girl? they're both girls they're both oh they're both girls, girls. Yeah, yeah. do they get on okay? because we've got two no. girl cats now and they're not they that hardly each acknowledged other, yeah. each other. Occasionally, their their paths would cross, and there'd be, I don't remember, any minor altercations. Never, they'd never go at it. But basically, there used to be a a dog that lived up around the corner from us called Cruiser, and it was um, Cruiser. This guy, this thing was a beast. It was a boxer. Sounds like a cartoon dog. A boxer, not as in like a Mike Tyson boxer, like as in a breed of dog <laughs> boxer. So it's huge. As a kid, it must have been like I don't know a meter and meter and a half maybe a meter and twenty tall like a meter twenty tall from from the floor to, yeah and it's pretty fucking no, pretty, it's massive it yeah. was a beast it was an absolute beast and it used to sometimes break out of its 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 owner's house and it was quite friendly in fairness it used to kind of run down to where we used to be playing outside our house and it was big and intimidating so it used to be like not, don't get close to this and then one day it got a bit over curious so I <laughs> ran inside it must have been 10, by the way, just in case people judge me on this. Ran inside and got the cat. And basically, we all hid behind my two-eyed cat. And as soon as the cat saw the <laughs> hid dog... behind your cat. Like, bear in mind, the cat is a cat size. This dog is absolutely ginormous. Probably yeah. 40 times its body weight. And we hid behind the cat. And this two-eyed cat, which, again, soft as shit, saw this dog and suddenly just, like, it flipped some sort of switch inside its brain because its back just went massive, its tail went massive, it started yeah. kind of going absolute... looked like it was turning into a little mini werewolf. And basically, uh, like, this dog... was quite nice, in fairness. I feel quite bad in hindsight because the dog's kind of like, oh, this is another creature I haven't seen this before. Kind of walks up with its tail wagging to the cat, and the cat just swipes yes. it across the nose <laughs> so hard. Well, not, probably not hard, but sharp. And then this dog just kind of just kicks back after that. What the fuck just happened there? Turn and ran all the way home. We were like, yeah, this fucking cat is cool, man. It just protected three of us from the being eaten by this or licked dead to death by this this uh, boxer. Um, but yeah, they were they were pretty awesome cats. I'm not going to lie. And so that's probably your kind of first sort of family pet. That was definitely that was definitely the first family pet. And then. Um, and then, yeah, it was pretty sad, really, because they, they lived a good innings, like 17. And again, they didn't like each other at all. And then I think the two-eyed cat got, like, cat flu or something like that. Oh, and it just no. lost all of its weight. And like, I remember just it sitting on my chest as I was stroking it. Oh. And um, just feeling its ribs and just thinking, oh, my God, it's going to die. And when you're 17, you don't really have any experience with death or losing mm. anything. And, and so, yeah, I mean, then we had to have the two-eyed cat put down and then the one I cat passed away two months afterwards oh, no. just of a broken heart I think yeah. pretty sad really because they'd never even acknowledged each other at life but there's obviously some sort of connection between these two and then for the last two months of her life she was just the most lovely cat I suppose like when by the time you're like um, 17 as well you're kind of a bit more like you're attached to them but also you've got a better sense well, some sort of sense of mortality as well isn't it I think like when you're a little kid you yeah. get upset, but then the next day you're fine again. They just vanish, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's gone and sad and it's bad. Yeah, so so yeah, they were they were they were my first real pets. What about yourself? Alright. my first pet was Billy. Would you like to take a guess as to what kind of animal Billy was? A fish. It wasn't a fish, no. Oh, that would have been a slam. Dunk. Uh, Billy the budgie. It was a budgie. No way, you had yeah. a budgie. Billy the budgie. What kind of sick fucker keeps them? <laughs> well, no, I'm massively against people keeping <laughs> birds as pets now. I think it's the most cruel thing ever. You think like the but phrase free as a bird yeah. and then like, stick it in a little tiny cage. Right. Yeah, it feels like a real 80s kind of pet, doesn't it? A budgie guy. <laughs> what did it look like? Right. I mean, have like a yellow head and like orange cheeks. That's what I think about when I think, I think of budgeries. I think it's blue with kind of like stripy face and like little. Oh, that's pretty cool. Where does it come from cheeks? originally? Budgies. I don't know. Probably 
Like Africa, North Africa, yeah, yeah, maybe a bunch of regards. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a cool. The thing is, I was so young at the time. This is back when we lived um, in Hatfield, which I don't really see as my family home because we didn't live there for that long. But I reckon price, I was probably sort of four or five. Down yeah. Um, and really, the only thing I can remember about Billy, apart from oh, so being down in the kitchen, sorry, Hatfield was your because like Stevenage was my like until I was five. Oh, really? I didn't move to Oakland. Like That's why we're both so hard, I think, because yeah, yeah Hatfield we've kind and of like come from the streets and then moved to the exactly. more affluent areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so I can remember like my mum chasing it around the kitchen one day because it got out of its cage, trying trying to get free the poor how do you, thing. How do you catch it though? What did she use? I think she probably just threw like a towel over it or something. <laughs> it's got to be fucking like chucking. Like imagine the relative weight of a towel to the budget. Probably weighed about twenty times the weight of the budget of the towel. Imagine somebody chasing after you with like a lead sheet, <laughs> yeah. which is like, probably the oh, it probably took it out. Yeah, probably <laughs> broke both wings. <laughs> Brain damaged. So I, yeah, I can remember that about Billy, and then the only other Did thing it speak? I can remember. Nah, no, nah, I just remember it when it died, basically. Did so, it sing? No. Nah. Well, I mean, like I said, I can't really remember. Did you remember it chirping? I can remember maybe chirping. What did yeah. it eat? Millet. What is millet? Millet's a, isn't it like a like little like seed an out, stick? Outdoor outdoor wear shop in the UK. Oh, do you know what else it ate as well? They had that like um, is it like a cuttlefish? Oh, it's yeah. Like, oh yeah, the shop yeah, in their beak. Like a dried kind of bone yeah, of like that's some... weird. I remember, I don't know why I know about this. I never I never brutally subjected animals to captivity. Well, I did actually the cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't brutally though. They're like designed to be house cats. So, yeah, so I remember poor old Billy died. And then, I mean I was very little, but I just remember being in the living room and then my brother, my mum and my dad all just going, Oh no. I had no idea what was going on. I kind of looked over and then there's this little budgery guard kind of laying on the bottom of its, bottom of its cage. Just, just dead. Just dead. Just dead. <laughs> it did much more than being just dead, really. Yeah. Too. So I don't really have any memories, but well, again, so it just pour one out dropped for over. It just dropped it. Are you sure you didn't have like a gas leak in your, <laughs> your front room? Because <laughs> that's what they, they, they do. They used to take them down the canaries, didn't they, down the mines, yeah. Yeah. I reckon, like, where you all. Poor Billy's dead. Dad goes to light up a cigarette. Game over. <laughs> yeah, so no, no good stories about Billy, really. I'm sure he's a lovely little bird, but um, I, yeah, like I said, I don't think it's a good idea to keep birds in cages. No, cruel, isn't it? Um, I have quite an interesting story for from a pet side of things, which which has a has a twist to it. And it's well, I don't know if I should say it or not because. It's all right, we can edit it out. Is it, is, it, is, it, is it okay to talk about weird shit I did when I was like five years old without being judged as a later life as, as being some sort of weirdo? Yeah, I, I think like uh, at that point you don't really have any sort of impulse control. Mm. So Anyway, uh, I don't know if I should say it or not. Um, fuck it. So um, basically, we used to go up to my uncle's house in, in, in North Wales. Well, it was my grandma's house, and my uncle used to, to live with him. He was a bit of a loser, I'm not going to lie. And he um, used to be a bit basically lazy bastard and just used to wait for my grandma to do everything for him and just had his seat in the corner of the house where he just underlined everything that he was going to watch that day on television. Oh, that kind of says the kind of guy that he was. Anyway... Um, so once we went up there, my brother and I, I think I was five and he was three, and we used to go up there a few times a year to go and see my grandma in Wales, which is an epic trip, which was like two and a half hour, three hour drive, which by UK standards, as a young child, is, might as well have been like a lifetime. That's an epic journey when you're that age. It was an epic journey. So, so we went up there um, to see my uncle, and he was very happy for, one, for once, which is unusual because he didn't really show any sort of social skills at all. And he got some terrapins, and obviously my brother and I were pretty, like, astounded by these magical little lizards things that were just swimming around in this kind of probably well too small pool. That seems like a very exotic pet back then, doesn't it? Oh a my terrapin, god, yeah. it was exotic. I mean, I couldn't quite believe it, and my my uncle was besotted by these little things. <laughs> he was so happy. All I remember was how happy he was, and I've never seen him happy up until that point in his life, and I don't think I saw him happy afterwards, which kind of adds to the spice of this story a little bit more. So um, one day I was playing with the terrapins, because they must have been about, I don't know, maybe 10 centimetres long. Yeah. They're tiny little things, and they had like a few rocks in the... Um, <laughs> I think there's only one of them, actually. Um, it was just one. 
and it had like rocks in the thing and I was like, oh, they, oh, they swim underwater, they can hold their breath underwater. And I don't know what happened and I don't think I did it deliberately but I was playing around with the rocks and oh, no. I managed to get the terrapin wedged under this rock oh, underwater. No. And I just, being a, a five-year-old, I just went on and just thought, oh, that looks interesting and started doing something else. And then about an hour later, I hear this uh, awful scream. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. I think this is a defence mechanism. But basically, like, this awful scream of my uncle finding this dead, submerged therapine trapped under a rock. Oh, and, I, no. and I was like, I didn't really know what was going on. Next thing I go downstairs and him and my dad are literally having a fight. Like, I know. And me and my brother are like thinking, what the hell is going on? And um, And then... He obviously accused us of killing his terrapin, and in my in my panic at the time, I, I just blamed it on my younger brother. <laughs> so anyway, so my brother has had had to live with around twenty five years, no, thirty years of 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 thinking that he was an animal killer, and then we went on holiday probably about ten years ago, and um, we were. We were playing a game, a drinking game. Well, that's important. And then we were talking. Somehow we got into this subject of conversation. And, and my brother was like, yeah, no, I killed a terrapin once. <laughs> so he'd actually believed in himself that he killed this terrapin. And then cue massive 25 year later revelation. It wasn't him. It Does was, he know now then? Well, now, know, he know, now he knows. Now he knows. I think he feels a, much more absolved for the whole fact but yeah his no. life could have been so different if it he could have been so different but he managed to even well because i guess he's three so he didn't really he just remembers being accused of killing a terrapin <laughs> which was actually i believe it was me i believe it was me but yeah um and my uncle was pretty well, no, the terrapin can stay underwater for them for it well not an, not an hour not an hour no. <laughs> it's, all like, no, it's not an hour um, i mean you think there's some way to try and find out but then you just kind of forgot about it, walked away, and I guess around. I just thought I don't, I don't really remember much. I just remember the fight. I just remember blaming my brother, and then I remember the revelation. But yeah, that was um, that was an interesting <laughs> kind of pet story. So after your um, three-eyed cat duo, what would be your next family cat? Family cat, family, family pet. Cat. No, after that we got a, a dog. We rescued a dog called Shelley. Shelley. Hmm. Basically, Shelley was like a lassie dog. Did she come with the name Shelley or did yes. you? Yes. Okay. Nobody gives a dog a name Shelley. It's that I, I hate, hate's a strong word. It's I a weird dislike, name, isn't it, Shelley? Like dogs with, with human names. Like, oh, I really like that. No, no, I like it for like boys, but I don't really like it for girls. Okay. Like I think a dog, like my cousin has a, had, sorry, a dog called Frank, and I think that's just yeah, a really cool name. And I think for a boy, it works. But when you got yeah. a, got a, you don't call a like a parrot Claire, <laughs> like, do you? It that's just quite doesn't cool though. Like uh... <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah. Here's my dog Joanne. Yeah, exactly. It just sounds weird <laughs> if you say, "Here's my dog Toby." But, yeah, oh, that's cool. that's quite a cool name. But if you'd say, "Here's Emma, my dog," I guess Emma's probably a little bit okay. But yeah, and anyway, so it was called Shelley. We rescued it. And this, oh God, it was just, again, picking up this dog was not a good experience. We had to go and take it from this family that couldn't afford to look after it anymore. So I basically got dragged to this family's house, age probably 13 or 14, yeah. into the belly of their tiny little house and then like taking their dog away because they couldn't afford to live it. And they were, oh, they were kids no. were like, not happy about this. And I felt not happy about getting a dog anyway because oh. I was pretty pissed off I did not want to get a dog just to be clear my brother really wanted to get a dog I wanted to get a kitten and so and I lost dramatically because I ended up with a, like a seven year old still feel the dog. bitterness in your voice there Owen um, I like kittens it's enough. but anyway well the, you'll find out more about this this dog Shelley um, my mum really loved Shelley so and in fact everyone how old do you reckon she was when you I don't um, know maybe seven or eight but she was like she was like the dog equivalent. If she was alive today, she'd be a social influencer. She like loved herself. She was always wanting to be seen from the best angle. Bit arrogant and snappy. And 
really was just all style and no substance. Really? <laughs> Absolutely. Like this dog. <laughs> no fondness for Shelley. <laughs> well, like, bear in mind, I, 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 like, I ended up having to take Shelley for, oh God, Shelley was the worst. Like taking her for a walk was literally the worst. So we used to live right next to a wood. So we had plenty of good spaces to take, take Shelley for walks. But, um, but yeah, we, she used to walk at about one third of the speed of a human. Really? Oh my. I thought those dogs were quite lively. Well, normally they are, but Shelley wasn't. Shelley was just far too pretty to, 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 to be walking around a muddy woods. Fucking Shelley. Well, and basically she would be just a nightmare to take for a walk. She used to be snappy. She used to kind of bite out at people she didn't know. Oh no. I know, like a little, just not even a kind of proper like rip your arm off dog kind of it's thing. like nipping. Just a, yeah, exactly. Vicious little nips. Oh, Cut. <laughs> Vicious, unnecessary little nips. And um, cut. And again, <laughs> this one, this one also ends in tragedy because I was getting to the age towards her later years where my parents would go on holiday and I didn't want to go on holiday with them because it was much cooler to have a house to myself. Yeah. Fun times. Understandable. Not fun times cleaning up said house the day before they arrived, literally having to stay up all night. Um, but anyway, so they were away somewhere and Shelley was getting towards the end of her, her life. And then I used to have to let her out in the morning so she could do like what dogs need to do. And then I just heard her like making these horrible noises. So oh, I ran no. outside Elburn and I literally her back legs had totally collapsed. Oh. When she, it was like in the middle of winter as well. Her back legs had collapsed while she's going to the toilet. And I've got to get ready to go to work. And obviously being a kind of late teenager I'm kind of leaving everything to the last minute and I'm just in a like oh my god so they had to kind of scoop this dog up from its own oh no oh it was, it was pretty traumatic yeah um, and yeah and eventually she got put down because of this and, and dogs really deteriorate quickly don't they as they get older Not, cats seem to sort of stay the same they get slowed down but with dogs I don't know they, they kind of get arthritis and yeah. they just look old as well don't they yeah yeah Makes me feel sad when I walk around Barcelona and I see like dogs, like loads of these old dogs, and I was thinking, aren't they? You've not got long left, mate. And they're just being dragged along by their own, yeah. most of them, aren't they? But mind you, Shelley was always slow. So yeah, then I think she's now buried in my dad's garden still. Well, <laughs> I say still, I mean, I don't imagine there's many grave robbers, <laughs> pharaoh hunters kind of going through gardens trying to find, oh, they buried her with a golden <laughs> seed. But yeah, she was a bit of a, um, I mean, she, was, she had her moments. She had her moments. She wasn't all bad, but she wasn't like, when you're a kind of pro, when you spend your whole life being a cat guy and then you get a dog, you kind of at least hope that it's a kind of cool dog, not this kind of annoying, slow, <laughs> smelly, back legs collapsing in the garden. Nippy, full of itself. Full of itself, social influencer type dog. I mean, she was a pretty, pretty dog. I'm not going to lie. Because she, she was a show dog back in the day, which probably explains her ego. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah shelly uh not the best pet but my mum did love you so cheers all the best <laughs> all the best if you haven't been dug up from my dad's garden by a a chihuahua that used to be a wolf um the second the second pet on my list is snowy any guesses cat's gotta be a cat wasn't a cat no. a barn owl Yes, that's... Oh, shit. No, not a barn owl, no. Not a barn owl. Polar bear. <clears throat> Snow was a rabbit. That's, I'm sure my next door neighbours had a rabbit called Snowy. Maybe you'd like to guess the colour of Snowy. Uh, well, if it's not white. It was white. A white rabbit. Did it have red eyes? Do you know what? I think it might have had... Yeah, they're weird looking, aren't they? White they're rabbits. weird looking. Yeah, the white... Yeah, because yeah, my next door neighbour had one. And again, that was quite a traumatic experience. I used to be quite like my next door neighbour's rabbit. And then he got some awful rabbit disease and he was going to clean its eyes every day because they were on holiday. Then it died. Oh, that was... God. So <laughs> I told is... you, like, this is just full of tragedy. Every pet story ends in tragedy. This is horrible. The, the, the Snowy story is not nice at all. So... Oh, God. Snowy only preceded Billy, I think, by a matter of months and... Again, don't have a huge amount of memories of it. I remember it being massive, but obviously I was a tiny little kid, so maybe it wasn't that big. But you were a tiny little kid. A tiny little child. <laughs> oh, sick. He's a sickly little boy. <laughs> tiny Mike. 
He's walking around in his, his dead Boris arms Gump's hands. legs and his <laughs> Jimmy from South Park crotches. <laughs> I doubt he'll, he'll live past ten. <laughs> He's such a sickly little boy. <laughs> Just sitting out in his back garden stroking his massive rabbit. Yeah, poor Mike. Um, Mourning the loss of his budgie. Yeah. It's so, okay. It's okay, Snowy. But Billy's in a most, better place now. <laughs> what I remember most about Snowy was um, getting a well, being visited by the police one morning, and I guess like, my mum and dad must have must have phoned them up because of what had happened in their back garden, uh, <laughs> where, where Snowy's house was. So apparently there was uh, some horrible people going around in Hatfield who were creeping into people's back gardens at night time and letting their dog loose on people's like guinea pigs and rabbits, and I think it just. Poor Snowy got absolutely ripped to shreds in the back in our back garden. So it's this awful like horror god. scene in the back of her house. Oh my um, god! I remember like my mum was like crying. I think it's the first time I probably seen my mum cry. And I was like kind of standing there thinking, why they're policing my house? And then my dad trying to explain to me that, that Snowy wasn't with us anymore. <laughs> <laughs> A white rabbit as well. I mean, you can imagine like the fluff and the viscera everywhere in our back garden. <laughs> Cleaning up for weeks. Oh, poor old Snowy. So yeah, poor one out for Snowy. Um, how, old, how old was she when, when she was? Well, would you count that as passing, or would you just count that as just murder, isn't it? Just first degree murder. Yeah, that's fucked up, isn't it? That is fucked. Well, who does up. that? I mean, that is just so Hatfield, though. Yeah, that is so Hatfield. I think we probably moved quite soon after that, to be honest. You did. You moved to a much nicer. What, what what age did you move away from Hatfield? I was thinking about this earlier. I think I was probably about seven or eight. Seven or eight. Ah, so yeah, yeah. I think it was five when I moved from Saint Venage. Saint Venage. <laughs> Stevenage. Um, next, next on the hit list. Next on the hit list. Well, they were my kind of my only pets until kind of adolescence. Really, I mean, we did get a dog after Shelley past called Buster Buster yeah. Buster was the f- best dog possibly ever anyone that knows me has probably heard me talk about Buster the Wonder Dog but basically he lived to 24 years old he was a 24. black Labrador black Labrador cross he only died about seven or eight years ago wow yeah. that's amazing it was a, like because he was not a tiny dog either he was a medium sized dog but this dog was just phenomenal I mean, just just friendly, smart, like he was just absolute legend, absolute legend. Um, like used to just love running around the woods and there was, and my dad, my dad used, well, still does, my dad loved Buster. Um, and one day you took him to the, to the woods to, to walk, obviously, like he did every day for many hours because it's just what he did. And then Buster wouldn't leave the woods. Like, and this is really unusual. And my dad was had to go chasing after him. And every yeah. time he got close to him, he'd run off further. And he found somebody that took an overdose. Really? Like, fuck you not. No way. That's yeah. amazing. And so my dad found this person, phoned the police and an and, and ambulance. And, and this woman got taken away. But yeah, the fucking dog. Saved someone's life. Total stranger. Like, wow. how amazing is that? This dog was fucking unbelievable. Buster was an absolute legend. Fat. At times, skinny at times, used to eat potato peelings. <laughs> Such was its lust for nutrition. Um, but he was an absolute legend. But yeah, that kind of that's kind of this tale of my younger year animals because Buster kind of then consumed like the next twenty four. Well, I didn't even get him again. God, my dad, my dad, my dad years. rescued him at probably age eight as well. So we thought we'd get this middle aged dog. Actually, that yeah. was just the kind of that's first twenty five percent. No, yeah. twenty four. No. First 33% of his life, he had a long way to go after that. That's incredible. Farewell, Buster. Farewell, Buster. Fondly remembered. Absolutely fondly remembered. I mean, I've got to say he was my favourite pet. As much as I loved the two-eyed cat. Yeah. Buster. Buster's number one, I think. Good lad. That's kind of what you wanted a dog to be after Shelley. (laughs) Said with no bitterness. Shelley. Said with no bitterness whatsoever. All right, well... I guess that moves me on to um, to Emma Owen, whose name you absolutely slayed earlier. <laughs> I, I actually said that. Of all the names, I said Emma's one that actually works, didn't I? So Emma was our family dog. She, um, she came into our lives just as we moved house out of Hatfield into, 
into a nicer part of the world and um upgrade <laughs> upgrade yeah <laughs> upgraded from snowy to emma upgraded from hatfield to Wellin. um little black labrador puppy ah she was named emma i think my mum read a book called emma or it was a character in a book that she read oh it's a book yeah it is a book by jane austen it's and apparently emma. i was supposed to crazy. be emma if i was if i was going to be a girl i would have been called emma apparently so Basically, she was my, my replacement. I think my mum really wanted a girl. She couldn't have my tissue. I think my dog wanted a girl as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was a lovely little dog. Like, oh, I hate it from a puppy. See, this is what I never got to experience as a child was an animal in its younger years. Uh, because the cats were probably around, but yeah. I was too young to really appreciate them being... And cats are only kittens for like a year, really, aren't they? After yeah. that, they turn into normal cats. Puppies probably about a year and a half, two years before yeah, they turn yeah. into normal dogs. There's something about being like a, a younger child and growing up with a puppy and then you kind of get a little bit older and the dog kind of grows into its like maturity as well and you kind of form a, a really strong bond, I think. Like you play with it in a different way when you're a kid and I remember like taking it around my garden, a little wheelbarrow. Like, it's just really placid. Like she's a, she's a black Labrador. Um, really nice temperament. She's quite small for a black Labrador, but she would eat like, like nobody's Isn't, business. Is it Labrador's... Like one of the few dogs that will like overeat, like yeah, they'll like, be sick and then I'll just keep on eating. Yeah, they'll probably just eat their own sick. Yeah, no, she did. So <laughs> at one point, second harvest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my Emma. <laughs> well, perfect uh, occupation for uh, an owner of a dog. My dad was a baker, so she'd always be kind of nibbling the little crusty bits of bread off the bottom of his shoes and stuff. But um, my mum used to uh, make some of the the baked goods for our shop for their shop saying ours I had, I had nothing to do with this business but um, she used to make um, custard tarts at the house so she'd have all these custard tart casings like the shells the pastry shells out on the, on the I side. love custard tarts I think you can't she get had, them really over here can you no you can't they're like natas which is weird because fatter. yeah yeah like in Portugal they're kind of yeah, that, well I've been to the they, original yeah. place where they come from amazing I love, love custard tarts. I love custard tarts. Emma loved custard tart casings. I think she ate, I think my mum said there were 60 of them. She ate all of them. And she said she could see remnants of sick on the floor. And she'd obviously like licked that up and then gone back to the custard tarts again and, and finished them off. 60? How many, yeah. how many calories a dog? I mean, 60 custard tarts. It's got to be a good couple of hundred calories per go. Yeah, and like I said, she was a small dog as well. She wasn't a big dog. So that's... 60 times 200. That's a lot. That's 12,000 <laughs> calories for a small dog. How much did you weigh, do you reckon? Oh, I have no idea. I don't know. But if you think of like a typical Labrador, she's probably two-thirds the size of a typical Labrador. She was fairly small. How much? So is that about 10 kilograms? Yeah, maybe, more, yeah. More, maybe, yeah maybe, 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 maybe 15. Yeah. So, so like approximately one-fifth of your body weight, eating 12,000 calories. So imagine that's like the equivalent of you eating 110,000 <laughs> calories in one sitting. How would periodically you, puking up and eating your puke. How would you on. even eat 100,000 calories? Is it even possible to get close to that? No, you can't. Surely figure? you can't. How many calories do you think you could eat in like one sitting? If I've got no idea what the calorific content of any of the things I eat is. Oh really? I'm pretty yeah. down with that. Yeah, I've got no idea. I reckon I could... Like, I've eaten, like, a 500-gram bag of M&M's, in, peanut M&M's in one sitting. That's got to be about 3,000 calories. So it's just nothing on Emma's That's literally 3% of what she's eating. Yeah, Imagine she snuffled up in two seconds, like... 33 500-milligram bags of peanut M&M's in one sitting. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, what a legend. That is amazing. That's yeah. got to be a record. Surely that's got to be a record. What is the record for most amount of calories consumed in one sitting? What, by a person or by you probably dog? just have to drink olive oil, but then you'd just be so sick, wouldn't you? Like, yeah, how you'd would, never get there. What would be you'd the most efficient way to consume the most amount of calories and how much weight would you put on? There's only so much you can absorb in one day. So you might as well just go like hard for it. Like she did. She went she hard did. for those custard tarts. She did. Fucking love them. Um, so... It kind of felt like, yeah, like I said, she was kind of the fifth sort of member, member of our family. So my mum and dad, my brother, me and, and Emma. Because we all grew up, you know, me and my brother grew up for our like, young years, to teenage years with her. Uh, and then eventually I went off to university. Uh, my brother moved out, moved in with his, his girlfriend at the time. 
but but Emma was still around. So I reckon for my mum and dad, it must have kind of felt like the, the fifth member, Emma, was kind of still there, still kind of hanging on whilst they'd lost their, their boys off to different pastures. And then, oh, man, I just remember getting a phone call one day at university. I just knew straight away, like, my mum's, like, kind of sniveling. I was thinking, oh, no. And she's like, yeah, Emma, Emma passed away last night. It was such a weird feeling. Because it was like, I was away from home. I think I'd only been at university for a little while. And it just felt like that whole kind of chapter of my life now was just like kind of behind me. It's just gone. It's a bit of glue, isn't it? Animals are a bit of glue because they're just ever present. For, yeah. like, particularly when you live with them as a child, they're just there all day, every day. They're just such an intrinsic part of your life. Yeah. How did, just old age? Just old age, yeah. I remember the last How time old I saw she? her, like, I think she was 13, which is not bad for Dane's, a Dane's normal, I think. Yeah. She'd been on steroids all her life because she was allergic to the most inconvenient thing ever house dust mites so basically like her whole environment is just pretty much toxic to her so she was on um yeah steroids for most of her life which meant she was meant to have a shorter lifespan but i think she's just so chilled out and nice i think she's no stress and she just kind of kept on going to like the dog equivalent of mr glass yeah basically yeah, yeah so no how did you, how did you, used to, you used to have to give the steroids to the dog take little tablets just put in a biscuit ah snaffle it up used to like inject no, get, no. Get, the, get the belt out. <laughs> get the belt out. Yeah, find a vein. Little dog, which was fucking built. Jack her up. Yeah. Did it actually? Did she not quite muscular? No, no. She's quite fat actually. So I wonder how steroids. I don't understand how steroids work. Oh well, yeah, Labradors are fat. I think Labradors, and I think is it guinea pigs as well, which will eat themselves to death. Oh well, talking of guinea pigs. So in between Emma's lifespan, I also had my own little pets. I had uh, three guinea pigs. And they're almost in the running for my favourite pet they alongside them. They make the funniest noises, don't Mate, they? Mate, I fucking love Can you do a guinea pig impression? I tell you, I still... I, can, I, you do I, any, can you do any guinea pig impression? No. Because you can. Go on, let's hear it. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> told you I couldn't do one <laughs> you just did <laughs> um, tell me you can't do one and you were right so I tell Hannah this quite a lot my wife like um, I still have dreams about my guinea pigs to this day so this is what it must be crawling, 20, crawling around inside you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're pretty big maybe 30 years 30 years but yeah I still have dreams about them and it's the weirdest thing like um in my dream, I'll be my age now and I'll be just doing something and I'll think to myself, oh shit, I've not fed the guinea pigs like for fucking ages, like for 30 years and getting like a massive panic and then kind of wake up in a cold sweat and I like, realise, come on, let's be realistic about this. Now my guinea pigs are not alive anymore. But like, wow. yeah, they, were, they, they, they a, really left the mark on me. They left a deep yeah. mark, an absolute deep one, mark. One in particular. So th- I had three of them, uh, Pepper, Thumper and Gertie. <laughs> Gertie is a strong name. <laughs> oh, poor little Gertie, man. She only lived to about one year. She was. Um... She only had these. How long did you have these guinea pigs for? Well, so I think guinea pigs. I think their lifespan's normally about four years. God, they really did leave an indelible mark. Yeah, no, but one of them, this Pepper. So the two Thumper and um, Gertie. Gertie, I think she had pneumonia. She died in the first year. Thumper was a massive beast like a straight-haired guinea pig, but she got a couple of tumours. She kind of we got her operated on, had them removed. She had about another year, and then she, she died. She must have been about three, I think, when she died. Who, which one was the boss? The boss was Pepper. Sergeant Pepper. Fucking hell. What an animal she was. She was amazing. So I think... I'm not entirely sure, but I think she was six. six face, when you're talking about these animals, your face has changed <laughs> her into her, like this glow of... Of happy memories. Oh, man, honestly, I love them. Um, yeah, I think Pepper lived to six or seven. Like a really That's solid a, innings for a guinea pig. A, so if it's twice as long, it's like a human into like 140. She was a badass. She had like ginger hair, like quite spiky ginger hair. Um, she shed blood on my nan once. She bit my nan on a finger and caused her to bleed out. She I was going to say to bleed that, out, she died. Is that like she... Sh- is it the term to use shed blood? I shed thought, blood. I think, it is, well, I no, think it is right, but I thought shed is when you lose something. She drew blood. Drew blood. She drew blood. <laughs> shed. I, I, I gave my nan a nasty nip. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> she shed blood on his nail and she started bleeding and just jumped on his nail. That's how bad she was. She just like bite herself and then spray blood all over my man, yeah. <laughs> um, and she actually killed a rabbit as well. <laughs> she killed a rabbit. <laughs> but did, you, did you take her around the neighbourhoods in Digsworm? <laughs> Put them into the cages and just watch them terrorise like the snowy killer. Yeah. How did she kill a rabbit? So... Because the two other guinea pigs have passed before. I'm a little bit cynical about this story. I'm not sure a guinea pig could take a rabbit. Okay, let me explain. So I'm interested. I'm really interested. um, I often think which would which animals would win in fights, and I think quite often when I think about these things, there's a lot of score no score draws and score draws. Like yeah, I just don't think either have got it in their locker to kill each other. Like who would win in a fight out of a. a rabbit and a micro pig. A micro pig? Just fucking eat it, wouldn't it? Okay, probably that's yeah. a bad example. They got pretty, pretty carnivorous and probably good at eating, but there's certain creatures which you just like. Yeah, Who would yeah. win in a fight out of a, a cow and a... Horse. That's a good one. A cow and a horse. But a horse would win because it's got like a kick its head in. Yeah, like but a cow could like charge it, can it? No, but cow, I'm talking not, not a bull. Oh, like a, a, a dairy cow. Like a dairy cow, which is like the least aggressive. Although if it fell on you, it would do some damage. But I think that there's certain animals where they're just not going to have it in their locker to, to be able to deal with it, deal with the other one to, to, to death. Anyway. Pepper. Pepper. <laughs> Pepper. She, um, Pepper yeah. the rabbit slaughterer. We felt, we felt sorry for Pepper because she was on her own after having her two little companions. We thought we'd go and get Maybe a new one. Maybe she killed them. Maybe. Can you give someone else pneumonia? <laughs> If you, if you freeze it out, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, like, took all the straw away from Gertie. And just, like, and every time Gertie tried getting back into the straw, she was like, you want to do this? You want to do this? Oh, oh, fuck you up. I need to reevaluate my feelings towards Pepper if this is the case. What, even more impressed. Yeah, what a legend. <laughs> um, yeah, so we went to the pet shop with the intention of getting another guinea pig uh, to keep her company, but they didn't have any guinea pigs there, but they had this lovely little rabbit like a little dwarf rabbit, like a grey one. Oh, they're really cute. Yeah, really nice, um, which we call Peter. Really original name. Really original? Where'd mm. you get that one from? I don't know. It's, um, Named after Peter Andre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some decent abs on it. Mysterious, <laughs> mysterious <laughs> mini rabbits. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Peter only lasted about two weeks. Um we noticed he wasn't really eating much and he had a bit of a swelling on his nose, like uh, all his face was kind of puffed up a little bit. So we took it to the vets. And the vet said, have you got another animal that, that Peter's um, in a cage with? And he said, yeah, in the hutch with, not cage, in the hutch with. He said, yeah, yeah, I've got a guinea pig. And he said, well, it's got quite big incisor marks on the, on the front of his nose. And I was like, oh, no. He said, um, so do you need to give it antibiotics? He said, no. He said, like, um, I think he had, like, septicemia. He said, we're going to have to put it down. So, so yeah, Pepper, like, obviously didn't want to have this rabbit around. Rabbit went sniffing about, bit him on the nose and killed him. What? There you go. Pepper. Pour one out for Pepper. What a legend. Rabbit killer. Rabbit killer. That story is insania. Vicious little bastard, though. Uh, poor Peter as well. What a lovely little little. So how old was Peter when he, oh, he when was, he passed on? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, a couple of months probably. Yeah, poor little thing. Infant, infant side. Yeah. Well, no, it's not their own child, but is it infant child when you kill a kid that's not your own? I mean, it's a rabbit that's not your own. Well, but if it's killing like a juvenile, killing a child, infant, infant no, infant side, infant side, or something like that. So Pepper really was a nasty piece of work. Yeah. But I mean, hardcore, I've got a lot of time for Pepper. Well, he's still thinking about Pepper very fondly today. Yeah, I reckon I'll probably be dreaming about her tonight, actually. Probably, so much stimulation. Yep. Okay. All right, well, I think we're going to wrap things up there. That was, that was a good one, I enjoyed that. Yeah, me too. I was, I, was surprised. I was surprised how it flowed and how many pretty good memories it brought back. I think that it's interesting that, that most pet stories end in tragedy, but actually... There were some really interesting and positive memories as well. Yeah, definitely. I think it's it's a really good lesson, obviously, when you're growing up to to raise a pet and be responsible for it, and and obviously see the the sad kind of ending of his life as well. But I think it teaches you a lot. And 
And you can see from both of us, the way we've been talking about our pets, you said like my eyes were lighting up when I was talking about my guinea pigs. But, but yeah, it, it does stay with you for sure. Okay, before we go, we'd like to thank our sponsors, uh, Player Clothing, producers of the finest quality video game inspired t-shirts. Uh, you can head over to playerclothing.com to get yours. And also Retro Shell, the finest protection for your video games. Where can they, uh, where can they find these, Owen? Uh, visit the website at www.retroshell.com or Twitter at HiRetroShell. Excellent. And then I think for, for future episodes, it'd be really nice to get some feedback from, from our listeners as well. So if you've got any suggestions about possible future episode themes or even feedback you want to give us about, I don't know, your own pet stories perhaps, Maybe you've got a fondness for a certain animal that you'd like to let us know about. We're probably going to revisit pets uh, later down the line as well. So maybe we can include some of your content then. Yeah, send us an email at hellonostalgiatron.com and we will we'll read out any questions, thoughts, feedbacks, comments or letters that we receive. Excellent. Right. Well, thanks, Owen. Thanks, Mike. And uh, until next time, guys. 